everybody. Welcome. Uh, Jack's Podcast, episode 11. We are here today. Again, oh, as always, your host, Michael Jacks, my brother, as always. Holla. Right-hand side, Gary Cowan. And we got a special guest, our sister from up north, uh, Miss Lily Ennis. What's um, up? So, she, kind of, she came down from up north. Uh, she got sick of shoveling snow for eight months out of the year <laughs> in Connecticut. And she just want to come and hang out. So, welcome, Lily. How you doing? I'm grateful to be here. Yeah. What's up, nah, guys? Everything's good. We chilling. I heard you just you ain't trying to go back. By the way, I heard you trying to stay longer than you supposed no, to. No, I never said that. It's crazy. You a liar. That's we crazy. gonna talk about capping on this call. <laughs> <laughs> that's how much. Listen, that's how much training calls we do. Homie just said call. It on this call. Right, <laughs> we gonna do on this call. But uh, yo, what's good? I hope everybody had a great week. How was your week, G? How was your week, Gary? I actually had a good week. That I'm going back and thinking about it, man. I had a good week. As I was talking about too. my kids, I had a great week. My son's in swimming, so I'm being I'm in swimming class, trying to get the second one to go start doing the swimming thing. Uh, I've had a a great progressive week. I'm I'm looking at it. It's good. We had a great week. Um, great we went week. to uh, Houston in the week, which was dope. I forgot that was a week we, ago. Yeah, <laughs> it was within the week. Yeah, we went to go see uh, Mr. Holton Bugs. Shout out to you, HB. Went to his house. Um, yeah, going to his house is always a. Uh, it's it's like it's a mind fuck mm-hmm. because. <laughs> Because you don't realize how big someone's house can be, you know, uh, like you didn't you sometimes you don't realize how, like they allow people to build homes this big. Um, you know, he lives down in Houston about this about the oh, wait, today's actually Earlene's birthday. Uh, happy birthday, happy Earlene birthday. Bugs. She's, happy that's birthday, why I, 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 I hit up earlier, hit her up earlier. I was like, I've, it's it's a no brainer why you're such a why you're the goat, you're a January baby. That's why that's that's why you're the goat, man. So happy birthday, Earlene. But um, yo, his crib is nuts, man. Holton's crib is stupid. I'm gonna talk about his crib for a little bit just because it's that crazy. It's it's thirty thousand square feet. So sometimes people, you know, you go look for your little apartment somewhere and you know, you're looking for a little twelve hundred square feet, thirteen. That's not even his bathroom. You, you understand what I'm saying? His man's crib is thirty thousand square feet. We was pulling up to the house and Gary's like, "Yo, some motherfucker built a mountain on the end of the block." <laughs> He's like, "Some mountains, like, <laughs> because I feel like his crib when you go inside is so big. I feel like it's unsuspecting, and I think probably because that's you've never been there, you probably you didn't realize that, but." Since you've been in the house and coming outside, you kind of realize like crib looks big, but it's when you walk in that shit and you walk around, it's like, yeah, it's it's a good it's size because like, wow. then yeah. you compare it to all the other homes that's it's around, it's definitely the biggest in, in terms of look. But when you go inside, it it's, it gets even bigger than no, that. No, it's it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Gary spent like five minutes talking about the door, just the door. It's the, hold on, you know, as, <laughs> as he should, because it is the biggest residential door on any residential home in the United States. He's different. The, the shit opens up like the apartment complex that we live where we're doing this uh, uh, podcast right now. Like his front door reaches from like the ground level to like the top of this pot of this apartment complex. Yo, no, no, it's, it's wild, bro. It's, I mean, I, I don't even know how many feet how high it is. It's like I think thirty thousand. Excuse me, that's his house. It's like thirty feet high or some what so ridiculous 18, shit. 18, 18, 20 feet. Some 18, wild, ridiculous. Feet, like Eighteen t- tall, eight foot wide, and, and then the way it's just stupid. Yeah, it's first just, of all. and then the way it moves, like it's stupid, swings the whole door swings. Stupid open. in a good way. Yeah, his steps to his door is bigger than a nigga's apartment. First of all, so <laughs> yeah. you talk about square footage. Some people apartment can fit on the steps towards the door. It's just a, it's just a wild place. It's just it's, it's crazy. wild in that way. And what I do learn is how he pays attention to detail. 
Mm-hmm. That shows me another level. Like, a, attention to detail, man. The little things. That yeah, he's he got, like, a about. story of, like, the, 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 the way of success in an art piece on his wall. Like, when you walk in and you can just imagine how the wall, if the door is that high, then just understand how high the wall is when you walk into the to the, to the house. It's nuts. It's literally, your, your head is just staring up, but it's crazy, man. Much I'm respect sure to him. he has like a whole bunch of technology and innovative stuff. Oh, in yeah. Head. Let's talk about one of them. So, <laughs> so you know, his his in his house, you won't see light switches. He doesn't have light switches. He doesn't have thermostats. Not even, you know, what's the cute one that everybody likes to buy? Little Nest. Nest, yeah. That's, that's fucking, that's... That's that's Cute. that's homeless shit compared to his house. Okay, that's that's poverty. That's 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 poverty. Listen, the the nest. No, he's got little tiny. I'm not. Uh, hold on. And as I go, I want y'all to understand. I'm not exaggerating. Like this is real shit. I'm describing about this man's home. He's got little tiny holes inside the walls that air flows through to let the uh, temperature gauges in the house know what the temperature is in the house. And if he wants to raise the temperature or lower the temperature, he does it on everything on his phone. Everything just is like done. parking assist in a wall. Like yes, a bumper, everything. Right? Yeah, so there's no switches, right? There's no switches. There's a lot of little things. I guess I'll, I'll leave, you know, to let it to be, you know, secret. But that's one. Right. There's a couple other things too that was like, you for real? Like this is this is Mike how this says. Mike said, "Yo, guess how much that speaker right there costs? This is a portable speaker." <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not even know what to guess. I'm not ah, shit. Five you know he's the music 25, one. Twenty five thousand. That's a little thing. That's a little In his, it was so expensive. I didn't want to listen to it because I'm like, if I listen to all this shit break, I can't afford it. So I'm good. Yeah. You can turn that shit off. I ain't paying. I'm good. He shows us. Check it. He shows us. He goes into the. He goes into the movie theater room. He's got a, obviously he has to have a movie theater room. He's got a movie theater room and he's breaking down the movie theater room and how the speakers inside the walls of the movie theater room. It's like three hundred thousand dollars worth of just speakers inside the walls that. Actually, he ended up taking over from the previous owner. You know what I'm saying? Um, that that actually had that in there. But his home is nuts. I mean, that shit wild. Arlene's closet, three thousand square feet, and we just—it's a Gucci store. Like, she has a, a Neiman Marcus in her yeah, house. Yeah, that's what it is. It's it's crazy. Listen, I, I was joking when we were in the house. I was joking around. I was asking a couple people, and I was like. When was the last time y'all felt this poor? <laughs> <laughs> like this is ridiculous here. Um, but listen, how did he get the crib? Exactly, he got the crib through network marketing. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He got the crib through network marketing. So are people hearing all the stuff that we talking about? I mean, like they 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 have earned and worked towards a home that is, you know, a a, a dream home of dream homes. Right. And he was able to do that all of it through network marketing. I. That says a lot right there. You know, anybody want to know if network marketing exists? Right there. And they are 100% completely debt free. Hmm. There's no mortgage on any homes. There's no loans on any cars. That's crazy. That's how they do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So network marketing did it. And that's why I choose not because of the stuff, but because of how they move and how they were able to create this life for themselves through the industry that we all connected to. So um, I didn't even shout out everybody else in here. So we got Sean, Sean Glassford here, Sean Foster, who's in the other room, who never, ever wants to come near the mic or the, or the, or the camera. Sean, thank you. Appreciate you. And then you got Sergio and Isaac here. But um, uh, yeah, man, like that, they, they were able to, to create this astronomical life through network marketing. You want to know if it works? Research the bugs. That's a fact. But um, excuse me. I was uh, I was gonna bring up some stuff that happened over the week that I thought that was very, um, 
it was talk worthy because because a lot of people were speaking about it. Uh, how Kyrie Irving, if you guys know, like Kyrie, you know, basketball mm-hmm. player, like you know, incredible basketball player uh, for the Brooklyn Nets. How he was wilding out recently, like you know, was he? he was yeah, 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 yeah. Kyrie was tripping. So Kyrie, Kyrie was uh, you know, he missed almost two weeks of of gameplay. Did and, they say why? Well, so here's the thing. He's back tonight. He's back. He's gonna. He's, he's back gonna, tonight. But right. did they have a reason why? So, so at first, okay. So here's the first. So I got, I got some stuff that I want to ask. Right. For the first like week and change, no one knew. He right. just left. He just did. No one, no one knew why. Yesterday, he did a press conference, and you know, he explained kind of what was going on, and he wasn't really detailed about it, but he was just like. Sometimes, you know, I just needed a break. I just needed to get away. I just, you know, stuff happens. You know, he, he lives close to his family. So he's from Jersey. So him playing for Brooklyn now, it's, you know, his family's nearby. So pretty much to make a long story short, it seems like he was going through some stuff, which, you know, a lot of people go through. We all go through stuff and I get it. But um, here's my question, right? Because I'm, I'm, I'm on social media and I'm looking at how people are reacting to it. You know, obviously Kyrie is a major figure in sports. So people going to follow up on him. So we got Kyrie who... Missed all these games. And a couple days ago, you know, the news got out that he bought George Floyd's family a home, mm-hmm. uh-huh. which was dope, right? Like, you know, and he, Kyrie is an activist. Like, he really works, mm-hmm. you know, for the people and the culture in a lot of different ways that we don't even know because he doesn't, he's not out there publicizing it. He's just going out there and do it. So he's doing all this great stuff behind the scenes. But the question that I was posing, right, because I was talking to Gary about it a little bit earlier is like, does that does the good stuff that he does does that give him a, a hall pass a green light to be unprofessional with his organization and in his career right so you you're you're the marquee or one of the marquee players on t- one two right because you got ke- any other team he's the marquee player he just happens to be playing now with Kevin Durant and fucking James Harden which is <laughs> super team that's just stupid man well anyway um. We we'll talk about that another day. We we'll talk about that, that that super team shit another day. But yeah, you know they got they got together. Any other team, he would be the marquee player. But he's he's up there with them. You just disappear. You don't you don't tell your teammates. You don't tell your coaching staff. You don't tell the organization. You don't tell the owner. You don't tell. You just dip. Does that is that okay? Does that does the does his good deeds say you know what? I'll let you go and not do anything. And I have my thoughts on it, but I want to hear what y'all thoughts on that. I mean. Part of me, as, as we all live by, how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you are this good person behind the scenes, I feel like it should re- reflect in public. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, now, then I also look at the Kyrie we have now compared to the Kyrie that we knew <clears throat> we saw in Cleveland before the LeBron time. Mm-hmm. And the difference, I feel, is just that now he's in a leadership role. People are looking at, as, at him that way. So... Yeah, when you didn't have any accolades, anything wasn't happening, maybe you was the same person, but nobody cared because guess what? Now you had an, uh, first of all, we had an audience. Right. People can live their personal life and not need to go get COVID tests just to go live. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of things now that's magnifying him specifically because honestly, everybody's being magnified because of the bubble Mm -hmm. at some point. So maybe this is who he always been. Maybe he always been that activist here and... The public asshole, if they want to call him the asshole, but it was just no point in highlighting Kyrie because there was so many other people that's, that was at attention. So mm-hmm. I might not, I don't, obviously we don't know those people, so we can't say he necessarily changed. All I'm saying is it definitely does not give a person 
the right or him to respond that way in public because as a figure. Mm-hmm. So most, what exactly did he respond in public and say? So here's the one thing. So he, he, he in, in the press conference, yeah. he's like this. Let me move my computer. He's like this. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> you know, I was, you know, I had, I was going through some things, and I was, you know, I just, maybe I could have done little things different, but, you know. Like, so even everyone that, felt he was nonchalant about it. Even that, I don't, he kind of was, because here's my thing. I, I have a couple different ways I'm thinking about it. Does he owe the fans anything? Honestly, I think not really. I don't think he really owes the fans shit. Right? You don't owe, owe he, the fans an explanation. You right. owe your organization. Owe your teammates right, your and the teammates. organization. <clears throat> you and know, some sort of an employee. The way That's I what see I'm it, saying. The way I see uh-huh. it is that his character should precede him. So obviously if he was always a giving person doing great things, that should translate into who he is as a person. But I think right now in this season, it's the only reason why I'm going to say this, is that we have to extend grace in this season because it is a pandemic. So I think just from a humanity standpoint, not the fact that he's a philanthropist should give him a whole pass, but if he's going through something, he's going through something. Right. And at the end of the day, I feel like self-preservation is key. Before I'm, you know, uh, have an obligation to the Brooklyn Nets, before I have an obligation to the NBA, before I have an obligation to my teammates, I have to self-preserve me. So if that's what he needed to do for whatever reason, mm-hmm. I feel him. See, that, I, I understand that, but again, he has a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and people call and, and, out and, sick. It's not right. You, <laughs> you don't call out sick, but you're just not going to end away. No, yeah, no, no show. No call, no show. No show. No call, no show. At another job, you're getting fired. That's true. You that's know, true. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you. it's not, again, to the fans, yeah, you don't owe a shit to, to explain to why you're going through personal shit, but if the organization right. haven't heard from you, nigga, yeah, you got like a job. Like, yeah, right. You, know what you what can saying? get fired in this shit. You know what I'm saying? People could trade you, let you go. So I feel like that is a point to say, listen, no matter how high you get on the pedestal or how you become as a public figure, you know what I'm saying? Really, you still got to show up to, 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 get, to do what you got paid to do. Right. If so, don't do Leave. Because mm-hmm. if you're going through something personally at work, you got to say, hey, can I get it? Can you guys excuse me? I got some personal stuff going on. I'm going to have to take a leave of absence. You got to answer to them. That's They're true. the ones cutting the check. So, And then that's when you put family first. Because like, I got to put my family over this, over this job. So I just got to let you know. But for him to just pop up and now come where it's kind of like we're bothering you trying to find... That's just whack. Like That's just a whack kind of personality to have. And people want to sympathize because you are going through something and we might see that. But the reality is, bro... You still have you still have to show up for something. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. So for sure, um, he got he got to say something. Like he got he got to say something. To yeah, them. I don't think who the and, fuck. It don't matter who the right. fuck it is. I think anybody. Yeah, anybody, anybody, right? But and I and I think too. You know, for like I I, I on uh, I want to say it might have been like complex sports. You know, I commented like a week ago, and I said and I got into like a big debate with so many people on this post. I I said, I bet you. If you took his contract right now and ripped that shit up in pieces and gave this nigga a job uh, being a cashier at Target, oh, he going to move mad different. His right. actions will change. If he was not making 30 plus million dollars this year alone, right. his actions would change. And everybody was like, oh, why would you say some ignorant shit like that? And I'm like, it's the truth. that tells me that how much you, you, you know, like you're ignorant. Like, right. seriously, I'm not saying 
the man don't deserve to maybe preserve his mental space. Because maybe, I feel, yo, you're doing a, a fucking interview like this, you, you know. I really do think, and I'm not trying to be funny, I think there's something wrong with him. Hmm. I think he might need some sort of, like, mental help, you know. Yeah. He might be going through shit. And I'm being for real, like, yo, if he needs that time or he needs help to go through it, mm -hmm. fuck it. Like, we got, like, or he's got to find that help, okay. But you got to, like, com like compartmentalize, right, mm -hmm. everything. If he needs that help, he needs to go get the help. But you can't because there's people out here in 2020, coming into 2021, yo, they don't got no jobs. They hurting financially. And I know there's people that's watching him that's like, damn, like, yo, Lord, like, he acting like that ungrateful with, with that he got going. I can't even, yo, help me. So it's, it, you know, as much good as he's doing, I, I would also want him to. Look at the position that he is in. Now, granted, he's not given that position. He earned that shit. Mm -hmm. He worked for it, for sure. But while you're there, yo, honor it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you are employee to that team. But at the same time, yo, that's something that it's a coveted job that anybody right. would want. So, yo, res respect that shit. So how do you feel about who his mentor is? We don't, who the fuck is his mentor? That's what I'm saying. Say. So mentorship no leaders. No leaders. In, any, in any uh, role... It's vital because who's that person that's there mentoring him, holding him accountable? Like yo, you can't do no whack shit. Yeah, like who that. knows? Like who knows who's his mentor? I don't. I don't know. You know, you know what I'm saying? Who it was? Who he looked up to? Who? Kobe. Let I me. Mean, he said he looked up to Kobe for. Yeah, he said he did look up to Kobe. Yeah, Kobe probably would have definitely checked him for that. For you know a what fact. Saying? Like, for you know, a like, fact, bro, he like, said what something. You, what you got going on? But yeah, if he like, for example, the good stuff he's doing, amazing. Keep doing it, and I know that the people that's being affected by the stuff he's doing, they appreciate it. Keep doing your thing. You know, if you need the mental help, uh, mental health help, yo, go get that too. You know right. what I'm saying? Like no one, no one's knocking you for that. But then also, you know, now you know. Now when it comes to your profession of why you even are known, like people know you and respect you and all this stuff. It's it, if we're being real, it's not because of the philanthropy that he's doing. He's not known for that. He's known for basketball. Mm -hmm. You know, so you got to get that love back to what has given you that platform and the brand. Correct. Don't disrespect that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And at the same time, if he wasn't that social media guy, we probably would have caught on to that early on. I mean, I mean, social media meaning the the platforms, the interviews. You know, at, at this time in his career, he's probably he, whether he's fed up with him or not, but dealing with the press. So you, we've seen Kyrie's do the interviews and engage. So you know that's not always been his thing. Like if somebody said I don't like to speak to press, I probably think Westbrook. Like Westbrook always been that type of person. You get what I'm saying? Like he just always had that attitude. Straight mm -hmm. asshole. Right. right. I love that. So to see him like that asshole. now, to see Kyrie like that now, you know something's wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, you know he's going through something to the point where he's not even over it. He's just now feeling like, well, I'm not even completely going through my process, but I gotta still show up. I gotta show up, and he's like, uh, you know, and he's not expressing that to yeah, James Harden here now. So let me just try to go. And he's not expressing that, which is, and people are gonna judge them from what he see, what they see, not from what they you know, they don't see. Yeah. So I feel like how it has to get into that point. How you do anything is how you do everything. If you are going to use being an activist and a philanthropist, those things that fulfill you, you gotta also. Pay attention and be grateful for the platform that's allowing you to be able to do that stuff. Because that, is that, that money is, is you're earning, that's giving you that fulfillment. So you got to still appreciate the things that you have to do to keep that check going so you can do the jobs that you really want to do. Vehicle. That's what we talk about when it comes to network marketing. There's a lot of things that we want to do. There's a lot of ideas and goals we had as kids. We ain't wake up saying, man, we want to be network marketers the same way I thought I wanted to be a ball player. But... Right. We know that that vehicle is going to get something, so we treat it and we're grateful for it because now that allows us to fulfill ourselves in different ways. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think that's what he has to not forget, even though he's probably going through something. Mm -hmm. And, and I also think, you know, indirectly, 
on top know, of the fact he might be an asshole too, but he probably is. Probably, but he now, probably, now the camera's on him. Camera's on him, right? And with all that, you know, I think that's it's an indirect showing too. Like, yo, you know, uh, you get your money up. In a lot of ways, your stress gonna go down, regardless of what. You get your money up, stress goes down. Um, I know he's got a lot of stress, you know, that he's probably dealing with right now. But if he was not getting that paycheck by the NBA, this motherfucker's stress would be at, <laughs> you know, on high. Mount Everest. <laughs> Well, you, Biggie you know says more money, more problems. Nah. Uh, no, you get different problems. Right. <laughs> you don't get more. I think you get different type of problems. You know what I'm saying? But uh, but I don't. I, I I think in general, like the more money that you earn, the less. Stri- and that's that's another thing too. Like, you know, I, I I we us as a culture, we look at rap songs and shit like that. We take that as like a Bible. Like, oh shit, Biggie said you get more money, more problems. Mm-hmm. Let me not go get more money because I'm gonna get more problems. That's Cardi right. B says why? Culture. You gotta bring you know that whack ass joint right there. You know what I'm <laughs> 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 he says started. Wack. He started uh-huh. already. Not for the henny, man. I don't get told your, you, I don't give me this yeah, shit. This shit is hot. Got me. But hot our our too, culture bro. is really like driven by Music. rap lyrics. And memes. That's like yeah. the thing. Rap, yeah. Oh, yeah, memes. People think yeah. memes is life. Yeah, no, they do. They do. Rap, <laughs> rap lyrics and memes, and you are you are spot on. You know what I'm saying? Right. People really live their life because they were like, yo, Jeezy they think, said. They think TV, TV Jakes is the one posting on Spiritual World. <laughs> I think that's I think that's a pastor right there, boy. Nah, <laughs> people, people, pastor now is Justin Leboy. Yo, I Listen, love re- his account. Respectfully. I, I love his account. Respectfully. I had to mute him. No, I, I love everything I have, about him. Just I had to mute you, bro. Like, <laughs> like he's mad. Like just negative. Like, like wild negative. But I hold on, I know fuck. But funny day. as fuck. Like, yeah, he's yeah. funny as fuck. Yeah, like, he's funny. He's funny. He's funny. He's funny. He's funny as fuck. Funny as hell. Funny as fuck. But that's what it, our culture is really driven by. That. But I was um. Yeah, I was having a I was having a conversation with um, this dude Seven. You know Seven. Uh, I'm gonna get Seven on the podcast too. That's a deep brother. He's deep. Like yeah, I get to meet Seven. Um, actually, I'm actually, I'm headed to his crib after this. After we leave here, I'm going over there. But um, you know, he was he was talking about just how he stopped listening to rap a lot. He don't really listen to too too much because of like the energy that that shit comes. Gives out people. He's a deep dude. Like you know what I'm saying. Like he he don't think surface level. But it it, it I don't even I don't even we wasn't even gonna talk about this shit on the podcast. I guess we'll go into a little bit. But yo, the music that our culture listens to, it's like I don't know, forty percent, sixty percent, forty percent stuff you could get from and use. Sixty percent, it's like yo. This shit will hurt you in your life if you really live live by this, you know. Uh-huh. So, um, as you said, it's it's funny because I think the music. What I've noticed, when you're in that environment, is helpful to get you through it. Mm-hmm. Anytime I had any problems, I want to fight somebody. Boy, put in a get get uh, get rich or dying CD. My somebody <laughs> gonna get it. Yeah, what about to say I made it worse. You, you put yeah, but hey man, that's how you survive. <laughs> I remember having fights and doing high school stuff. Man, I throw some Fifty Cent in, son. I want yeah, to get a block. You know how many niggas would still be on Earth right now if it wasn't <laughs> for 50 Okay. They would still be here. They would still be with us. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it helps. And there's just some music, too, when you go through shit, when you listen to, like, the old DMXs and the Tupac and the... They help you to get through the shit because they're talking about the situation you're in and it's so helpful. <laughs> <laughs> because you can't change shit. So you need that to get you through. But then when you start to get outside of that environment now, now you get to a point where you're looking specifically for a feeling... 
then you kind of say, "Ah, right, well, this this shit ain't helping me move forward." Like a lot of stuff now, like like the new Unless music you now. Find a conscious it's rapper depressing. Yo, the new the new music now is like I don't dark. understand it. It's, it's very terrible. dark. It's dark. It's terrible. Very dark. dark. You know, and I, hold, hold on. Guess what's like, gonna happen? Who, Guess what happened? We okay. gonna we gonna sound like the old niggas when people hear but it. But no, no, say, no, 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 no. We gonna we sound like the old niggas, but it's like these new artists. They don't. They're not talking about nothing. <laughs> nothing. They're like That's a bunch of druggies. Jello. You're like what? what, what? <laughs> like these niggas ain't talking about nothing. You know that. Like it's just. Where have where has your artistry stopped at? Who you think is like the latest person that you could say? All right, well, this like I haven't listened. I, I haven't absorbed any new artists since this person. Drake. And he wow. Ended that. That's Drake. That's, that's Drake. Drake for you. Drake. What I, I'm trying to think. Who's like who's after? I think. There's there's talented people that has emerged after him. After like, him. There's, there's, there's some talent. Like yeah. I I think I think Travis Scott is super talented. Do I absorb? Like what you said? Do I absorb him? Half the shit you don't even know what he's saying, and it's all and it's filled with auto tune. So but it, but but he knows how to create really good music in the sense of how it's done. Like mm-hmm. Travis is up there. Rapping wise, I mean I'm I'm gonna miss a few because I'm. You got me drinking this shit, so I'm not like the the, the sense is not gonna click. Uh, rapping wise, right now, I don't, there's a, I don't know. There's a couple like I think I think Lil Baby is is a dope rapper. He's dope. I, like I think him. the I like baby him is a the baby is a fucking fire rapper. Like yeah. he put words together something crazy. But again, I'm not absorbing shit from them. Like they're but talented. They're talented. If they're anybody talented. you the know, talented. Talented. it'll stop there. The baby, t- yeah. Even like yo, like uh, people sleep on like even like Quavo. Quavo's a fucking fire rapper. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's a bomb. No, I'm missing a few. Tori's a fire rapper. You I'm about know what to I'm saying? say, yeah, yeah, yeah Tori's a fire like so. And I mean, Tori's saying too. And I, honestly, that I'll probably say absorb because he's so talented. You could go to R&B, you go to rap. So I think when it comes to like looking at when he entered, like I think after Tori, I don't really know much about anybody else that's come <clears> out <throat> since. Like I've never in. Said, all right, well, I've heard Lil Baby, I heard The Baby, but I think it stops differently. I, I, anybody after that, I honestly don't really know know about, man. I still think Fab Top 5. Sorry. I'm from Brooklyn, like man. Five, five, man. From Fab to Brooklyn, too. It's like... Who's not that fucking, fucking Top 5, bro? Fab Top 5 all-time for you? Like, for all-time rappers? That's because Gary listens to R&B all the time. Gary, no. Gary Fab, my nigga. Fab, fab hit. No, I'm not saying Fab don't have I'm saying top five all time. I mean, I can understand what I would, what I would, I don't know if I can say. I can't five. deny Fab music. If he puts something out today, I can't, I can't deny it. Mm. Top five though. That's to top, top five is high. For top five, man. Fab, if you, if you ever hear this, bro, that's, that's respect. <laughs> yeah, send me a shot. Yo, Fab, I'm not going to say I fuck with you big time. If you ever listen to this, you know. Brie Void, I understand. Fire, Brooklyn, we get I, it. I, I can't. He <laughs> has not, and I say top five, he's not let me down, bro. Anything. Not, he hasn't, but see, so I think for me, to be a top to five me, rapper, like. Consistent? He, he's consistent. He's very consistent. Top five, top, real quick, top, right now, top five. Not, no order. No order? Rappers or singers, rap, rap, rap. Rap. Uh. Obviously, hope alive, alive. Let's go alive. Obviously, I'm not saying dead, dead or alive. Alive. I'm from Brooklyn, so it's like it's religion. Hope, like you know, got to you know, hope. Drake, for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Yay. uh, Rapper. Let me let me get. I might get to him. Let me get to him. Top five rapper. Uh, 
Nas for me is mm. up there. Um, I'm so, I'm so, I'm fucking mad. I'm getting hit with this question <laughs> without anything. I know those three for sure. Like I know some people be like Drake. Nah, I think Drake is Not honestly Drake, argu- arguably fact. arguably the best ever. You know what I'm saying? Right. Arguably the best ever. So, um, how you feel about Eminem? I think Eminem is lyrically fire. I can't. I just can't get. I can't. Eminem get has always been a part of my top five, but then he has released things that I can deny. Mm. Recently, you know what I'm saying. So he's part of your top five too. He was. Look, I know he gonna get mad. He, he always was. get mad when people don't put put in put him. I don't know if y'all ever pay attention. And he began right. tight when people. Yeah, Eminem gets no, tight. I say he, he was because for a very long time, bro, ain't nobody messed with you. But then again, remember he still pushing the envelope, went through writer's block, and now it gets to the point where just some things he released. He's like, yo, it's Eminem, like you know what I'm saying. But as I said, Fab has been undeniable. He can release something tomorrow. That bad boy's gem. He just don't got to see my thing for you to be a top five rapper to me. You got to have like a classic album. I don't Fab don't got no classic album to me. Uh, it, man, and I could be tripping too. I could be tripping right now. I like this. These questions are caught off guard. We weren't supposed to speak about this stuff. Too. <laughs> Lenny. So, thinking my three. My so top far. five. Mm-hmm. Hope mm-hmm. for a fact. Um, little Kim, judge your mother. I have to put a female up there, hey, and right. I love her. <laughs> and she has a classic album. Um, yay. Um, I might have to put yay in mine too. And then you know, it's, and then it's Drake and Eminem. I say those would be my top five. Who's your top five, Gary? Let me hear this shit. Hove, mm-hmm. Fab, Fab, Fab. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Brooklyn answer. Um, yeah, like I said, I, my, Nas ain't in mine. I, I never really, and I'm not saying he's not good, but I just never listened to Nas at the time, so I can't even say uh, just. No, I, I did. I so it's, it, if, knowing that, then yeah. you can easily see where I would fit, fab in because there's a lot of people I just never listened to because I took I caught rap late too at that same time. You just I, I got caught here. rap. Yeah, I caught rap late, man. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm Jamaican, so everything was dance hall and R and B for me. Gotcha. So rap, I inherited very late. So I wasn't the hip hop fan of saying, yo, I know the history of. It was just a matter of I grew up knowing Hove. I wasn't really listening to Nas, even though I know he had some hits. Um, I l- used to like listening to Eminem a lot, but the consistency now, like, mm-hmm. I do like, oh, and Renegade. Ah, that shit was different. Um, and Fab is just sitting there. But like you said, yay. Uh, you know, like you go back and pull some Kanye albums yay. and you got to you gotta give him his yes. shit even though he, he spent And it's time, it's, it's like, it's, it's so time. It's like, that's why I say Everybody got different it. errors and shit. You know what I'm saying? And Drake. Oh, you know, I'm so, honestly, you know who's who's one of my favorite rappers of all time? I, who's in my top five? T.I. T.I. Mm. T.I. is one of T. my favorite. T.I. is top five for me. T.I. is good. T.I. top five. I, I won't put him in my top five because I know if I had a Fab and T.I. album, the Fab one going in first. Fab, so I got Hove. But not to take anyway from T.I. Hove, Drake. And that's how I'm That's how I'm looking at it in terms of my top five. Got I got you. this Rolodex on my iPad. I'm like, yo. Yeah, there's no there's no judgment. There's and no I pass Fab name, I got to stop. Got to play. So that's that's how I pick it. Anyway. You know who else yeah. is up there? I think that, that'll probably finish my five. No, Luda, Luda, Luda rounds off my top ten. I love yeah, Luda. He, he rounds off my top ten. Too. You know who's in my t- who, who finished in my top five? Snoop. Snoop is fire. Snoop. Snoop I love. I grew up. Listen, when I, I grew up in my bedroom. I had two posters in my crib, and I'm talking about wall to wall. And I'm like second grade, like a Puff Daddy poster, 
and a Snoop Dogg poster. Yes. And it was a Snoop Dogg poster of him with a blue blue background and it was like a jail jumpsuit. That was my fucking Snoop is my nigga. Like I want to meet Snoop. Like I like that's he's he top five. So yeah, I, I would say that. Now when I say Drake, my top five, this doesn't Snoop mean I gauged him in the best rappers nah, of all time. I'm saying right. my top five in terms of no when again when I go on through my iPad. Your go to who yeah. you gonna listen to. And I see this. I know that it don't matter if it's going to be a rap or some R&B shit. Fab is a name I could choose him out because he has both. Okay. Drake, same. Kanye, same. Hove, same. There's like no matter the mood, they got something that can fit that. That's why I said Nas that's my got shit like that too. I don't, though. I don't know. Nas. Nas. I mean, Nas. 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 Yeah, Nas. That's why I said Nas. And, and just like Nas stopped making music for like a period. You know, like the artists we're talking about, even Snoop continues to still make music. But even T.I. still got music. But as I'm saying, I didn't really. Listen to a lot of Nas going, so I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say he's not in the top five of my yeah. Rushmore's. He's just not a part of my top five catalog that I will go to when it comes to. If I gotta say, yo, we got a road trip to take, I'd grab my fab. Let me get my fab for this road trip. Who who wins? Who wins a versus between? Get y'all a good one. Who wins a versus between Beyonce and Mariah Carey? Mariah Carey. <laughs> Yeah, you see the meme? The, the Christmas is not going to come for me, Christmas. but I agree. Like, yeah, Christmas I is done, man. They put Mariah in the frozen capsule. You see the meme? Yo, <laughs> now, let me say something. So, her Christmas bag alone <laughs> wins, wins a lot. Her Christmas bag alone <laughs> give her a couple wins in that 20. For her fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mariah. Christmas bag. Legendary Christmas bag. Mariah? Yo. Mariah and Boys to Men got a Christmas bag that a lot of people can't keep up with. Now, I was joking, too. Like, if, if Hove and Drake do a 20 for 20 versus who wins? That'd be so hard. That's controversial, man. That's very controversial. That's a Michael Michael Jordan and LeBron talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's controversial, man. Because I was on the way here. Every time I come to the podcast, I I play specific joints to, like, I don't know, just get me hype while I'm coming over here. And I was listening to Hove. I probably listen to Hove maybe once a week, at least right now. Bare bare minimum. Throughout my life, probably listen to Hove, like, just once a week. Now, today was a Hove day, and I'm like... Mm. (laughs) This nigga, this so nigga Ill, is, so this Ill. motherfucker is different. Like, Hove is different. I know you're gonna say, "Oh, he from Brooklyn, from New York." No, so gonna say, nah, nah. nah it's, it's no. He's what he's saying. He like he yeah, talking about like, like Hove. Her, you pussy man. He talking. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's Excuse timeless too. He yo he talking about shit that niggas like think is cool now. Right. Like Fifteen right. years, years ago, years you know ago. what I'm saying? No, it's great. Stuff. Great. Yeah, you got to put him in top. Yeah. My biggest inspirations. Hold up there too. Biggest inspiration. You know who's my biggest though? Puff. I know. I know. Puff, right? I knew you was gonna say this Puff. nigga the, Puff with, with, is... with the fucking cell phone on the boat when he was like twenty. Like uh-huh. Puff. Puff. Hold up there like number two. Hey, I remember we asked him the question. He said AI. He said Alan Iverson. <laughs> because I was never listening to music. The, the hip hop inspired him. Athletes inspired him. Right. 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 Okay, Make but out of all the athletes, AI. <laughs> yes. Because just I knew, Gary I, just came to the U.S. not that long ago. Like, I started playing like, basketball like in running high school. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> he moved I'm, to the, He moved from Jamaica in like ninth grade. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it was seen that way, right? <laughs> nah, like to me, athletes was inspired. Oh, hold on. I, I only say I'm not trying to clown AI. Like, nah. No. Shout out no. AI. But yeah, not, because back. Back then, you no. got the, you know, I'm, I'm, they let me outside now. My parents, I could go to the park by myself. I had my little braids getting braided up like Alva Iverson. I was, it was just, uh, basketball was the thing. I really thought I was going to the league. I really loved him from Georgetown. Like, I used to and obsess over college And then he was not a guy that, you know, back in there, he was, 
the rebel, he had the jewelry, the tattoos, and then we talk about practice. Yeah, homie, homie, homie. The meme with Curry said, "You talk about games." You ain't see They had they had his face on obviously, but I said, "You talk about games? You want me to show for games?" I was like, "Yo, but." <laughs> athletes was inspired because you know I'm I'm just a, I'm athletic in that way. So I was more inspired by the athletes than by the by the music because I was listening to R&B and shit like that. I get it. Okay. So a- a- and I want to reiterate as we as we go because you know the, listen, I've come to know and we've all come to know dealing with people. People are fucking stupid. So people are gonna hear this and they're gonna say, "Yo, they left out Pac and Big." Like, <laughs> wow, you I said a lie. <laughs> Alive. Yeah. So alive. I just wanted to reiterate that because you know people go. You okay. Know. Yeah, I heard the word alive. That's why. I remember when I got my first big CD. I think that's what introduced me to hip hop. Getting a biggie CD. Yeah. If we talking. Yeah. I, I got the death too. It wasn't even same. Same thing. You know. You got to give them. You got to give them their flowers. Hundred uh, percent. Pac. Pac was one of my favorites of all. He's. If we mm-hmm. doing all time top five. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I'm including them too. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm probably withdrawing Snoop and, and T.I. They're going to go slide down. Right? Yeah, but, but that's, but, I think for yeah. that, I, why I didn't even bring it up and discuss yeah, it? Because that's like a gnome. That's like a gnome. like a gnome. That everybody catch a vibe from them. Who inspired a, Lily? And I'm not talking about the the Lily in his groups, Lily. I'm, t- I'm talking about... <laughs> Lily from the Boogie Down Bronx. There we go. The fake Jamaican Lily. I am not. Well, she is Jamaican. I'm Latina. <laughs> Michael <laughs> refuses to accept Tara. the fact that I'm Puerto Rican. Like, I'm Tara. Spanish is what I am. <laughs> Yo, I seen Tara <laughs> post on, on under, uh, I think it was Holton's post when we was at dinner with him. Tara tagged her. was like, Yo, we got left off the of bad, bad and bougie. bougie. <laughs> <We're> not- <laughs> <laughs> That's not happening again. Yo, Tara's a comedian. She that little really ball headed one is a comedian. Yo. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, who inspired me? Um, definitely athletes because I love sports growing up. But um, I don't even know why I used to sing half of the songs that I used to sing growing up because I listen to them now and I'm like, you really was, but I used to listen to like Junior Mafia. Anything about Get Money, Fire. like Get I was obsessed money. with, you know, you stuff see. like that. Um, and for some reason, I swore I was gonna get into politics. So politicians used to inspire. I can me. see that. I mean, that's what birthed Lily and his groups. <laughs> I can see that. What is your Lily got accolades? At least I want her to tell us some of because I just Lily got a day in CT. She's known for having her own day. Lily and his day. You got a Lily in his day. You have multiple organizations. I know you got master class. You got your big hat brunch. You got so much things. And I know, I know for a fact I'm missing a lot. So you've evolved into this uh, businesswoman. So that's what, you know, Lily is well respected in her realm and what she does. But that's why I asked that because I know right now you inspire women. Mm. Um, but I also got to know what evolved the thought. Like where did the evolution come from? <laughs> yep. Uh, what evolved that? Because we all we all got that little hood in us, and we've 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 groomed ourselves. You know what's funny? It's so crazy how visual imprints really work. Because there actually was a time where I must have been in like the fourth grade. I want to say the fourth grade, and I saw a lady walking out of a building adjacent to my um, my grammar school, and 
she walked, she had like, you could tell she was a woman of color and she walked to her bins and she was dressed in like a pencil skirt, pearls, and she was just so pretty. I was so innocent as a kid, but I was always very bold. Like I will walk up and ask you, how do you do this? How do you do that? Mm -hmm. And I remember running up while she's putting a box in her car and I was like, what do you do? Mm -hmm. Mind you, she was a politician. She was like a local mm -hmm. congresswoman or something like that. I wish, I wish I, re I could remember her name. But I said, what do you do? And I started asking her questions and I said, you're so pretty. And I was just having an innocent conversation. But her, her visual stood sick. with me and she had a Mercedes Benz. Ooh, and sure. I was like, when I get older, I'm going to drive a Benz. And they drive a bench. And sure enough, like it was just this thing I wanted to accomplish. And I wanted to be a woman of color, but I wanted to look like her, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So those visuals are important. Lily, Lily be capping on, man. When I met Lily, she said she don't <laughs> fucking like talking in front of people. I don't. I don't see my cheeks is red right now. And that's I, been and all. And I forced Lily to... to Talk to they because she was about to but I gotta right for, I gotta there. I gotta because every time I get on and, and I say I'm an introvert, you say I'm full of shit. So I gotta find shit. somebody to pass it to Lily full of shit because Lily said I'm like not an introvert. I'm not I'm an omnivert. I don't know what the fuck That's that both. one is. I just yeah. learned what an introvert is. That's what both. is that? Omnivert is when you're both. You can be both. Oh shit! You see, like when I, I can't go in. with that one, I can't say I'm not. You like. could be with that, but I said that. <laughs> I said I've, I've said that at least on five different occasions. I'm know. like, yo, you could, you probably both. I block him out because he's trying to denounce yeah. my introvert. <laughs> my introvert family is there watching us and glad that I'm a part of that realm. And nah, you trying to take you, me away I'm from my people. I'm just trying to make sure that they they stop being lied to. That's all. <laughs> I like walking into places with my best friend with Cookie. Because she's, hey, y'all, and talking to everyone, and everyone pays attention to her, and I get to just sneak to my seat or wherever I need to go and just vibe. Yeah, Tara's not an uh, extrovert. She's annoying. She's, no, she is <laughs> an extrovert. In high school, Tara has always been that person, and it's <laughs> evolved and groomed in ways that <laughs> it has helped her out. It's called that man. And I'm an extrovert when it comes to business. Like if I have to do something, I have to be in front of the room. If I have to network, I mean, I can adapt. I feel you. I just said this because just be capping. You be capping. I know he he be riding that to the sunset. Like, yeah, because you know I'm an introvert. You know what's funny? Yo, people who do not, who've never heard me argue him on that, when they hear it, they're like. All you see is faces like. <laughs> I can't argue that because they don't know me as an introvert. So I'm always going to look wrong because they know me as the guy who's in front of the rooms. So I have no. But let somebody else that knows me, they'll say, oh, yeah, Gary never said nothing. Mm. Gary did it up. Gary did So I have, I have more people that can speak for me from nah, before that. I think, and I've said this before, I think Gary mixes up being an introvert and being an asshole. <laughs> he's an asshole. He don't speak. He don't say nothing because he's an asshole. <laughs> That's not because he's an introvert. He mix. He can, he mixes that up and think one is yeah, the other, man. and it's not. The other day we I'm come out. Filter what he's I'm saying. Shy, yeah, we coming through. We coming through the the, the 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 security in Mexico, and they stopping him so he can fill out a piece of like a piece of paperwork. Now everybody got to fill out. He fill out the paperwork and come through. I'm already filling out. I'm just waiting for him. He finally fill out the paperwork, and come through. He like fuck Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> It's, 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 it's Spanish. He was so tight. He was it's so mad. Spanish. 
like, this how, nigga, bro. I'm a tourist. <laughs> how you give me a paper to fill out in Spanish? I don't know. I don't know how to speak Spanish. That's why I didn't go into no local airport. Like, give me something that has both. Like, lady, and she mad at me that I don't know how to fill it out. Nah, nah. She was mad at me. That means you're right. I don't know. I cannot speak Spanish. Like, you know what it is? And he's fooling niggas because he, he, they probably look at him like, why you ask him? He don't know. <laughs> he can't read that shit either. He just I got just, familiar with the paper. You know, black people said, from New York speak Spanish. But look, he, I don't know nothing. Nah, it sat on the paper. It was in Spanish, but right next to it was the English word, it and you was you was, wasn't paying bro. attention to the right hand side. I, the app did not. It was straight up a Spanish. Cause now we in Mexico, so not you know everything. The IP it wasn't in Tulum. I just want no, yeah, no, it wasn't. Oh. No, but not and I, I was tight because I, I I couldn't even fill it out until I got there. And I'm like, yo, I'm trying to ask the lady, yo, what this mean? She tight at me. Like, all right, now I'm tight. Now I'm pissed because you expect me to know this shit? Do I look anywhere? I, I just, shit like that does piss me off. But yeah, I can be an asshole in that way, but I'm a very observant one. I'm a quiet one. Yo, um, have y'all have y'all seen the movie um, Greenland? I, I think I asked you earlier. No. Watched it last night. So where is this on Netflix? I don't think it's nah. I nah. think it's like on Amazon. Prime, right? okay. Yeah. So if you go <laughs> exactly, if you, if you can go scoop it from somewhere, go watch it. But it was one of those movies that like it makes. Uh, all right. First of all, I'm not. I don't want to be. Yeah, I don't. don't be a spoiler. No spoiler alert. I don't want to give. We might have to do a spoiler alert because the movie's no, oh, it's not like new. It's like new. new. All right, we're gonna talk a little bit about it. Yo, so. So Greenland is about a pretty much like Armageddon, like the world ending. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it was it's being done by a comet. But the feeling that you got watching, I don't know, maybe it was just me watching this shit. And I'm just like, I'm mad uncomfortable. Like this movie makes me feel like they know something that we don't know. And um, you think that happens with the older we get? Because we know that. No, because that happened. There was this Asian movie like. Um, it, it won one of those whatever film festi- festival things from 2016 mm-hmm. that did the entire yeah. coronavirus pandemic. Right. But that's what and I'm saying. Do, do you, do you so feel like, like if, if you're watching that in a young... Because remember, when we watch movies, when I watch movies earlier on, I'm usually watching it for the action, the thrill, the horror. Mm-hmm. But now as you get older, you're more watching it for the message mm-hmm. when you're in development. So now you're really looking deep into... What's the purpose of this movie? And I now start to feel like, yo, all these little movies uh, are a hint, or they 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 derive from something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They derive from like, something. So watching a movie like, like that, like, you start like to feel like this should derive from something. They know something. And the way it was broken down, I don't know. It just made me. Here's here's what I got from it. I'm gonna say here's what I got from it. I started to think about like, what's really important? Mm. Like, yo, for real, for real, what is really important? Like. Mm-hmm. while we're here on earth like what's important and yo you start thinking about like well I did I was like yo my kids my, my family my friends um I think I need to learn how to fucking fly <laughs> I need to go you know I think I need to go build a bunker like survival so mode. for the people you that haven't watched of, it yeah like this ain't a spoiler because obviously you watch the trailer the movie is about um, an ending, like the world coming to an end through a meteorite, right? Yeah, uh, so uh, a comet. A, a comet, excuse mm-hmm. me. And um, as Mike said, is Sarah should not watch this movie. Huh? Because <laughs> one of my favorite movies like that we talked about earlier is Armageddon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that shit made me cry. I don't want to close 
Hey, if you notice, that's my favorite karaoke song. When I want to win in karaoke, I put the Aerosmith on Yo, if y'all right ever want to, listen, if y'all ever want to hear Gary sing, I'm going to give y'all an easy way to access him singing. Go watch Coming to America and go listen to the scenes when Sexual Chocolate is on stage <laughs> singing. That is Gary. <laughs> I believe in That's Gary. Yo, that is fucking Gary Cowan singing at karaoke. Teach him well. That's weird. Yo, that's Gary. Y'all want to hear Gary singing at karaoke? That's it right there. Nah, we'll go back to your point, man. <laughs> it's stupid. Um, it was about a movie, and it was so again when you talk about. I didn't hear you say it was a comment, but. Mm-hmm. It, it yeah that shit that shit hit a it, it, hit, it hit a nerve man because damn sure so did. much things it hit a nerve for me sitting here thinking how hard we go every day for certain things and um in terms of the clothes and the car and when a fucking comet hit that car and that shit ain't <laughs> nah, yo but here's all right and this might be a little bit of spoiler fuck you I don't care anyway so <laughs> not you Lily fuck you whoever out there who's mad at this <laughs> yo so one of the things in the movie. Uh, so it's not really a spoiler, but one of the things is that there were certain people who were getting alerts to go uh, to the nearest military airports to get shipped off to the bunkers. Mm. And the people who were getting alerts at the, you know, you kind of realize throughout the movie, the people who were getting alerts were people who were good at stuff, like certain crafts, certain things. And that's what makes you think, like, yo, if you, like... They no offense. Noah's Ark with people. I was yeah, just about no to say offense, modern right. day no, Noah's no, no, Ark. Noah's Ark. Like, you know, are you good at, you know, engineering? You know, are you good at, you so know, So they can rebuild like, Right, so they earth. can rebuild. I'm sitting there, I'm like. What am I good no, at? Nobody, <laughs> no, not even. Like, I'm I'm sitting there thinking like, yo, if you were like a, like a, inf, like a in, Instagram influencer, yo, you, it's over for your ass. You're, <laughs> You're definitely not getting picked because you bring no serve, no, no value other than entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's a wrap for your ass, you know? But it, but again, it just made, it made me think like, damn, it's what's crazy? I need not, I know. Here's what I thought about. And that's kind of where maybe it derived from what I was saying earlier. When your money go up, your stress go down. That's a fact. Because rest in peace, big. I would much rather have some money in that situation to go have my own plane, bring my people on. Like, like, like for example, I, you know who I was thinking about watching that shit? I'm like, Grant Cardone. I said, he's good money. <laughs> he's good money. His best friend is, oh, his best friend is a pilot. Mm-hmm. So he got his own jet. Some shit hit the fan. He's, he's wherever. Out. He gonna send a text message to his other rich buddies. Where y'all at? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Where, where we going? He not texting, you know, Susie, Susie Q from IG with 2 million fucking TikTok <laughs> followers. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? This nigga gonna follow the people who's doing something for real and, you know, making that work. So I don't know. It was just, it was just a bugged out. Like, yeah, because at that point, the point of that is being, being able to get on a plane and getting your ass to that, that specific area. And you're like, damn, if I ain't got no skill. I better have some money. Resources. Yeah. Resources. So now, let's use that. This is a good teaching point because I've been, um, we always think about, we always talk about purpose, we always talk about business, and Holton taught us a lot about that in terms of why some people don't get paid what they need to get paid. They, they, they act like they want this, but they don't bring no value to the workforce. They don't bring no value. So at some point, you look at yourself and say, shit, what am I good at? Mm-hmm. What services am I good at? What value am I bringing, if not to my household, to my community, to my people? 
Um, we even talk about relationships, man. There's a lot of people out here that's requesting a lot of shit from a partner, and they don't got shit to bring to the table. Mm -hmm. So it's what what value? You know what I'm saying I think a lot of people also need to look at it in that way and say, yo, how am I a unicorn in my in this world? At some point, how am I gonna be? How how does somebody see me and rate how much I'm worth based on my exchange? Whatever the case may be, because that's what came to mind too. And saying, damn, here he is, and he's not the richest person in the community. The guy that got picked for it. But he built skyscrapers, right? He built skyscrapers. That was his thing. Expertise. So they know him as a skyscraper. They're like, yo, this is the guy we need to rebuild. So he get the invitation. His other friends who are also doing well financially, nothing. Burn. Mm -hmm. No invitation. Mm -hmm. Out. And then there was a lot of other things that happened in the movie of people getting turned away. But we'll let y'all watch it for that kind of stuff because yeah. that's, the, that's the thrilling stuff. But that, man, I, that watching that, again, it was nerve-wracking in that way because now you start to say, damn. I ain't rich. What the fuck value do I really bring out here? Even in my own household, like to be able to protect my family. Like, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Because that's where it gets restless. Once you got kids, man, mm -hmm. you get restless when you want to protect. You want right. to you want to provide. And then, and then what happened, we're not going to say, say what, like something happened with his kid where it caused an issue with, you know, yeah. it was, it was, just go watch the film, but I mean, because yeah, but now it's like you at, at that point, you're not just thinking for self. I need to get on this plane when you got a family. You're like, Yo, I need to get everybody. everybody. Here. I gotta get right. my, my three kids, I gotta get this, I gotta get all that. And your job is to pro protect, provide, and not abandon all this other stuff. And it, it, it does put pressure on you in a good way to think and say, Yo, what am I doing? I reevaluate what am I doing to make sure doing? my, my, Honestly, my people though, are safe. I, I felt like board. that with the, with the cancer. Like, my mm. mindset, I couldn't even worry about me because my whole thing was, oh, my gosh, if I'm gone, what's going to happen to my family? What's going to happen to my son? So there comes a point where you're this type of person and you experience things that will terrify you, think everything's going to be over, or you're not going to be available to, you know, um, protect your family. Mm. And you start thinking like that. Right. It makes you look at things differently. Right. And that's I, that's one thing and a good thing I, I'd say I learned about parenthood, man. I mean, there's a lot of no no, no shit people out there. They're, they're they're having kids, but they're not taking care of them. But it's kind of hard for me to. I used to always say, man, it's, it's hard for us to be ancient niggas when it comes to your kids. But it's Yo, that, wait, wait, I, say that again. It's it's kind of hard to not to be an ancient nigga when it comes to your family. It's, it's right. difficult. Like right. you know what I'm saying, I'm coming from a home where I see good examples, so mm -hmm. it's very hard for me to stay away from that. No, not it being an excuse because some people don't see a good example at home and they still get to find their ways to right. create their own environment. But. but as a parent, you also have to have a switch, too. Like, for example, I tell my kids no sometimes just for no reason. I tell them no all Just because the you all shouldn't be used to saying yes. Right. Right. But my, my parenting technique, which a lot of people probably are opposed to, since they were little, I've made them so independent. Mm -hmm. Like they've know, like both, I have two boys, a 16 and a 10 year old. They both know how to cook. They both know how to clean. They both know how to handle business. They are very self-sufficient. If something- Fire for that. Bomb, fire for that. <laughs> 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 so let me ask you a question as you're saying that, because mm -hmm. we spoke about it earlier in terms of, um, we were, we, were, we were looking at our childhood compared mm -hmm. to our children. Now your mm -hmm. kids are a little bit older now, so mm -hmm. you've gotten past the stage, but my son is seven, it's my oldest. And I'm looking at his seven-year-old and mine. I'm like, yeah, he's a punk compared to my seven-year-old. <laughs> well, look at where we had Wait to grow up, though. Wait a minute, who's seven? Though. My son. Jace. Jace is seven years old. Yeah, but you... you no, I said my son. Oh, I'm about to say, because my oldest Landon is seven. Ain't seven years no, old. No, that's 10. what I said. Her kids are, her kids are older, but mine's, my oldest is seven. Yeah, so 
I'm looking at my my age and at his age that I was on, like I was going home with the key. Latchkey kids. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yo, mom, yo, don't let nobody know you here, but just be quiet. People knock on the door saying, and here it is. My wife won't even let Jace uh, uh, take the elevator down two floors without, you know what I'm saying? Right. I know times that they say are different now, but reality is the hood has always been a hood. It just was no social media. Right. So when I look at the kids now, they're kind of wild, though. Like, these kids are wild today. They're doing a lot of shit we couldn't do. Mm-hmm. But I just think the independence. Because some of them are wild, but then they're, they're not independent. The independence in terms of the responsibilities we had at a very young age to take care of your siblings, to do chores and stuff like that. I just think... That's why I say I retired from cooking. I've been cooking since I was seven years crazy, old. Y'all. That's crazy. That's wild. That's seven wild. years old. So I watched Wonder Woman. <laughs> you watched that movie. Yeah, that movie was not good. Wasn't good. It was it so wasn't long. Re- no, but not even. I feel I like it was even a parody. Get into it. I yeah. thought it was a joke. Like I was waiting for the movie to start. Like 40, 30, 35 minutes yeah, in. I'm like, when is this I movie gonna start? Off. I couldn't get into it. Let me tell you it. what happened. Let me, tell, let me let you guys. Mike has no fucking patience whatsoever. He's <laughs> the most impatient person. I know that. Fact I'm very patient. So Fendi. I I wait two hours for a movie to warm up. <laughs> right, <laughs> but I watched it. Um, not the greatest movie, but I got something from it. <clears throat> not to waste your time on whack ass movies, huh? <laughs> not to waste your time on whack ass movies. I hope that's what you got from me. Lear- some of the wackest movies I've seen has the best messages. The, the messages I always get is I, I, I will never waste my time again on that. You don't. So what did you get? What you get from Wonder Woman? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't even. What I, they, I, it. I don't think it's what they're trying to deliver, but I still took something away from it. Is mm. what I'm saying. <laughs> he made his own. Because uh, it triggers things in you. Right. You know, we we in LA where somebody can say something that triggers a thought, like, yo, this is a be a good <clears> thing. <throat> it triggers something to me in terms of if you watch Wonder Woman, it had a lot to do with the person granting wishes and everybody getting everybody getting what they want created turmoil, basically. So what it triggered in me is um it's funny because if Lily wants what she wants, mm-hmm. that might affect me getting what I want. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like not everybody's going to be happy. Somebody's probably going to take from somebody, which is why there's always turmoil. So when we say, yo, God, don't be answering my prayers. Like, well, somebody's praying, not only praying harder, working harder. That's to like get people it done. that pray about sports. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody's somebody has to win, lose. Somebody yes. Has to lose. God, please let the, like, I don't know, the Saints. Let me, yeah. like, 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 like the other team you ain't do doing a prayer. You realize God's going to bless both teams. Yeah, like, like, he ain't doing a prayer too. <laughs> but. But again, it was about people wishing. So there's right. no effort put in. It's just like, I want what I want because I want it. And I'm, I'm, I'm taking away from that. It's like, damn, you know, it's crazy, especially in business and all those other things. Everybody's out there wishing, dreaming, saying this is what I want. And the people are, that are getting the answers or getting the, 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 the prize of what they want, it's not just because they say it, it's because they're putting all the work behind it. They're working harder than the person. So now when you see a person winning and you feel like you're losing is... They both prayed for it. They both wanted it. This person's just working harder to get that wish to come through, to come true. And that's what I got from it. And I'm going to let y'all know. Yes, somebody is working hard, so hard, that you ain't never going to get what you want because you're not putting your, fo- your, your, mm. your good foot forward. That's good. And that's what that movie was, was kind of, you know, it was kind of about it, but it, it just triggered something else because... You know, we want to be out here and be the best and biggest team in the industry and have the best business. And we work hard and we pray just like every marketer. But the reality is, if we don't put that work in, somebody else's prayers who's working hard are going to get answered. Perfect. You really got all that from Wonder Woman? (laughs) 
It just one thing triggers and it triggers a, a different lineage of things for me. I gotta, I gotta watch this movie again because there's no way I got. You I, let I, me know if you got that same message. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, just saying, I'm like, I'm in amazement right now. Like, wow, this is good. Look, from one looking at from from Wonder Woman to a Gal like Gal Gadot. But here's what I say, and this I, I actually did this talk when I met Lily. I talk about After Earth, the Will Smith movie. It's true. Right. One of the not mm-hmm. nobody talks about After Earth. No, but that Wonder, was a good movie. I it was like better that. than Wonder Woman. Yeah. Huh? That shit was better than Wonder Woman. That shit was like if you rate it against Will Smith's movies. I mean, is you got you that got shit probably the Wild Wild West is bottom of the bottom. bottom. It's the worst. worse. And you got After Earth. <laughs> so, probably you right. <laughs> right. You know what right. I'm saying? So, but the message is what helped me to create success. It was all about fear. That's the movie. And it was. I'm just watching the movie just amazed because I'm catching the message early on about fear and how this monster would, would see people who are, who are afraid and he was trying to teach his son not to be fearful mm-hmm. so that the monster won't be attracted to you. Like, it was just a mm-hmm. crazy message. Mm-hmm. And that's when I got the terms, that's when I heard the words fear is uh, not real. Mm. Fear is a thought. It's something that, like, come on, son. That's a fire message to take an hour and a half to get if you've never gotten a message like that before. But that movie's trash. And that's what helped me, if you notice, some of my greatest talks are talking about fear. So that's right. where I got that. That's where I got that from. So Wonder Woman. I can, I can you, see, you the, mess, me I can see the message out of After Earth. I mean, he deliberately said it, though. That's yeah, why. So I can, I can get the, <laughs> so you the ain't Wonder patient. Mike, like, yo, don't try to sneak me the message. Yeah, Tell no, me the message. Bring it on. Nah, nah I, 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 I can see What's the message. What's the most impactful movie you've ever seen, message-wise, that you use today right now? I'm different, son. So like, there's so many good movies. I'm gonna be real. Give me three that has something to do with how you respond. Alright, that you can still sit back today and say, you know what, this shit that I've watched in this movie still I could apply that today. I give you two. Talk to me. And I go from because there is really two that like has has I I have have had an impact on me. In second place, the Blueprint documentary is not a movie, by the way. (laughs) But you're close. No, American Gangster. Mm. I swear, American nah. Gangster. Like, right. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. One of the things that I got from it is no matter how big you are, you have to maintain some sort of, some level of humble, mm-hmm. humble humbleness. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, that, that, that one scene where he was wearing the mink at the, at the, at the Ali Frazier fight and he didn't want to wear it. That wasn't, his Frank Lucas's thing that wasn't his thing, and he he just he still wore it, and it was the one mink coat that went against his entire you know way of moving is what fucked everything up. It's mm-hmm. so true. You know what I'm saying? S- some people, man, when they get when they get successful, they uh they they think that they need to flaunt it and flash it in front of people's they face. They put a target on it. You know what I'm saying? And and I feel like that movie was so good because Frank Lucas was you know he was the pinnacle. You know, after his successor, Bobby Johnson, right, he was the, he was that nigga in Harlem. He was really, allegedly, you know, that, that nigga in the United States. Like, mm-hmm. he was buying that raw straight from, where was he, uh, Thailand? Where he was getting it from? So, you know, he, 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 it's like he changed, he was like the Steph Curry of the drug game. He changed, <laughs> he was getting the, the direct, 100% pure from Asia. No one could compete with him financially or even with the work. He was the man. All out of farming. But no, but <laughs> see the crazy part, and no one knew. The feds had no idea who it was. They thought it was the Italians. They thought it was a. They had because he played it. He was so low key. The one time he wore the mink that he didn't even want to wear, he did it because his wife bought it for him. 
everything fucked up. Nigga went home and took that, took that fucking mink and threw that shit in the fireplace. It's always a female, man. That's what he gets. He gets from that. It's always a female. He definitely gonna get fucking up the bag. Here's my second. Every war in history is a female's fault. I swear. Here's my, well, the one I'm about to talk about, I don't know if it started with a female or not, but here's my my number one movie of all time from an inspiration standpoint or a movement is 300. Mm. Really? Without question. Because I think that, I think that's the best leadership movie ever made. Yeah. There's no other movie that teaches leadership, to me, in messaging better than 300. That that original one with, uh, and mind you, you know, it's the same, the same dude from same Greenland. Dude from, from Greenland. You know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Gerard Butler. So I love 300 because it, sh- it shows how, you know, it-, it wasn't about how strong the unit was of the 300 soldiers. It was about how strong they were individually on their own and when they came together. You know what I mean? And they knew their purpose. They knew what the mission was regardless of what. Uh, th- like that one movie is a metaphor for so much shit. Like even I th- like the last podcast we were talking about how people get distracted very easily nowadays, right? Because of all the distractions that are out there. When it was time to go to war with the 300 uh, Spartans and they went to war with the, uh, they were going to war in a movie with the Persians, but there was another set of Greeks that went to go war with them, right? Mm-hmm. They wanted to join up with them. And the 300 soldiers kind of like, oh, I don't really want to. And they were kind of like, well, what you mean? You don't want more soldiers? And Leonidas, right? Gerard Butler, uh, his his uh, you know the king, and he's he's asking the leaders of uh, the Athenians, like, you say that we don't have that many soldiers. Let me ask you, what's your profession? Guy goes carpenter. You, locksmith. I forgot the exact carpenter. Mm-hmm. You, painter. Whatever. He turns around and he's like Spartans. What are you? How? 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 He's like, you see, I came with more soldiers than you. Right. And to me, that's a metaphor of like, what do you do? Like, mm-hmm. what are you really doing? You know what I'm saying? What are you? Who are you? Like, what is your purpose? That movie right there is like, and then, and in the way how, the metaphors of like when he knew he was gonna go die, like from from he to the time he left the city, he knew he was gonna die. When he looked back at his wife, he didn't even tell his wife bye. He just looked at like. Just kept mm-hmm. it moving, you know right. what I'm saying? Didn't look at his son, and like just, the 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 amount of like I guess just raw having no fear um, in that movie that that should that that it does a lot, you know. It makes me think about how good we got it, mm-hmm. you know, how much stuff we need to deal with. So people people are afraid to get up and you know go chase their dreams in certain ways. People are afraid to go in our industry. They're afraid to do a presentation because they're afraid of what people think. Imagine having to go get up and go to war in some fucking sandals and a okay. sword and a shield, metal shield, and it's only 300 of you, and you know that you're about to fight a country, and the only thing that's helping you is the fact that you're in this little corridor. Like, I mean, I think about shit like that. People are afraid of fucking dumb shit today, but the shit that people have, have had to deal with throughout lives, not only then, but in general. So it's a long answer, but that I'm movie afraid is... afraid of telling them no. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, For me... I would have to say Castaway because so many people are like, oh, I don't need nobody. I don't need nobody. I don't care. I'm dolo, born alone, die alone. But in the journey of Mm. life, you realize no man is an island. Like you will literally Mm. lose your mind and you need people. Mm -hmm. And relationships are important. So Castaway was a big one for me. Castaway. That's a good movie, too. Yeah, I didn't. She went left with that one. Didn't expect that one. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what's crazy? <laughs> Today was inauguration day. We didn't even talk about that shit all the time. <laughs> this is crazy. Like, how we didn't even bring that up? Like, today... Yo, we finally got Trump out of this fucking office. Let's give a round of applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Trump out of this fucking office, man. I just said, don't it smell different today? <laughs> it smells less racist today. Yo, <laughs> yo, the amount of memes that have been flying around with him. Like, like I seen a meme that had me crying with uh, it, it was a meme when they put his face on on Eddie Murphy body when he was getting thrown out of the window and rolling in, in the Beverly Hills Cop. Yo, but yo, it's it's it's, it's a wrap. It's over, and and he's he's probably not even like hey, hey this this like it's not over for him. It's not over for him. Like no. this post presidency gonna be rough for him because mm-hmm. he might, you know, if they go through with all these proceedings, like he might not. Not only if his fuck, journey fuck is not just being, begun. Yeah, fuck not being able to like run for office again or run for any like political, you know, uh, 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 anything again. He ain't gonna have no secret service. <laughs> he he ain't gonna have the benefits, the of, benefits. The, the, of pretty all the benefits that comes with being a president. That's scary that, to not have secret service going yo, forward. That's very he scary. Got, listen, why you think he was trying to cheat so bad? Because yeah, he already scary. knew the shit he was about to get. And then he goes and put himself in this dumbass situation the last week of <laughs> him, or last week and a half of him being the president. He gonna rally his. I don't think go. people understand really the severity of how dangerous that was. No, it was. Like, I, I think people sp- just think they're enamored with this being a skeptical and, oh, my God, but, like, I don't know. No, I think if wild. you, like, that grew was wild. up you really were... understanding. No, that was wild. That was wild. And and he was the person that. Because some people didn't even know the difference between the White House and the Capitol. Most people don't. <laughs> no, nah, most people don't. Most people don't. You know, when they go to, when people go to D.C. and they see the Capitol building, oh, that's the White House. No, it's not. Right. That's the Capitol building. It's I US thought Capitol. that was the White House. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we dropped like that wasn't, that, that was scary. Yeah, that's, Be, yeah, being, being, being born, born and raised in New York, like that's, that's our school trips. Because D.C. is <laughs> not far, not that far from New York. Right. So. Definitely. My mom wouldn't sign my permission slip. I used to forge my shit. <laughs> I used yeah, to forge signatures. I should knew that. She gonna post about I it. Every, I was going on every trip. She's like, yo, what was that? I'm like, yo, I just signed. I showed her. I could, I'm, I'm an artist. I know how to draw. So I was forging <laughs> signatures for everything. As long as I can get my own money, I'm going on my trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what it Which was. Which is, man. Congratulations to, uh, congratulations to Joe Biden. And to us. Wait, wait. And Kamala. And Kamala. 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 You know, I always say that too. Kamala. Kamala. It's, it's yeah. the black and you don't want to say Kamala. I like the, I like Kamala though. Kamala it just like flows better. But mm-hmm. yes, Kamala Harris and Kamala. I got my got my my fair god hoodie too. I should have wore it today, man. And shout out to Sonia Sotomayor. Holy holy shit! Holy the what? Yes, yeah, that's the yeah, Latina. Crazy. Yes, U.S. Supreme Court justice. You gotta say it again. Yeah. I didn't. Sonia Sotomayor. Yeah, so I can't. From yeah. the Bronx. Sonia. Shout yes, out to yes. Sonia. Went yes. to my high school, Carlos High School. Mm-hmm. Sotomayor. Sotomayor. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like I was singing the fucking that sexual chocolate song just now. <laughs> oh my god! So that was that was powerful today, to that say was. the very least. Sonia, congratulations, man. Yeah. My Spanish is just whack. I do Spanish like Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> and then shout out to us for surviving. Period. Surviving that four years. Of, I forgot where I who I said, God. man. It was, I don't know if it's Dick Gregory or somebody said, man, you 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 don't just pray that you woke up. You pray because you survived twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's gonna be another four years of BS just because that's yeah. how. I mean, I mean, that's yo, how our yes, republic true, is. But I think there, there's up. gonna be some some change though. My I biggest don't think, I my think gonna be biggest thing that I'm looking forward to because with any presidency, there's always a shift, obviously. 
my biggest um, win when I look at this is just the the lessening of racial tension in America. Yeah. That was some really intense four years of just no, for sure. being a person of color. But you know what I was thinking about today? I was wondering in the next four years or in the future, because it might not happen in the next uh, election term, but in the future, I wonder if there's going to be, because I kind of think it might happen, a female another, person? no, oh. there's going to be somebody else that comes up through the Republican Party mm. that says, yo, that many of us voted for Trump? I'm going to go through that playbook and try that stupid shit again. Let, right. me, let me see if that worked for me. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? 70 million people voted for Trump in the U.S. Like, that's wild. Even though, yes, more people voted for Biden, even in the popular vote, right? More people more people voted for for, uh, for Biden. More people in the popular vote even voted for Hillary Clinton. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, four years ago. To but get that much after all that you did. But I'm thinking, I'm wondering, like, for that many people, that just showed, like, it, it showed how many people... Uh, believe in Trump's rhetoric, like which is scary too. So they, it's not like it's not like they all yeah, died no. and vanished because Trump is not in office. No, it's like they peeked out. They hear like you know what I'm saying. The lights got turned on for the roaches. So you know we know that they're out there. Is somebody else going to come out? In the but future the spiritual like, part of me feels like that was orchestrated by God. Like as horrible as it was to witness that, I feel like it was intentional because now you're not hiding in the dark. Now we know that you feel this way. Now we see you, we identify you. Because a lot of these people who were part of the attack on the Capitol were, what, police officers that were in charge of the racial diversity departments? Ha, now you're out. Let me ask you that question, you bring that up. How do you separate the spiritual part from the business part? I don't. Do you feel like it always goes hand in hand? I put God in every single, he comes first. Okay. And so what I do is if I'm saying a speech and or I'm teaching something and I mention God, I also acknowledge the fact that I respect whatever you believe. And I'm mm-hmm. not influencing you to believe what I believe, but I am going to stand on what I believe. Okay. And I ask, and I ask the term separate because what came to mind when I asked that question, I see so many people who... Again, they're they're prayer warriors, but they they don't put in the work. Mm. And a lot of times, people say, "Well, because I do have so much faith that he's going to put the work in for no, me." No, faith without works is dead. Yeah, You're well, they, a lazy we, bum. We say it, but you know, some people God take the wheel because I've met some people who just leave all of their choices up to him. No, mm. So when you get those type of people, how do you deal with them? Um. I let them know they're being them? lazy, <laughs> right? Because I could pray for a million dollars right now, but if I don't put the, the action. So I might maybe tell that person that, or give a suggestion as to how to pray. God give me the wisdom. God mm-hmm. give me the sweat equity to accomplish these goals so that I could be a showcase of your glory. Something like that. But to just sit here and pray for something, people, like I said, people pray for championship games. Mm-hmm. Right. What, God didn't honor the other team? What's your views on trying to get I'm asking this direct because we, we could sit here and talk about all day, but now we got Uli. Um, you know, I think my, my track record of empowering women is long. I think the only person that got a, a, a track record close to mine is Lily. It's Lily, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if I'm Drake, she might be Jay-Z, you know what I'm saying, in terms of my, my qualifications. Oh, boy. Here he goes. <laughs> You no, know nobody, he was going to start. Nobody not going to be able to find those qualifications anywhere in the records, right. but... 
So, um, now let's talk about dealing with women, man, because mm-hmm. it's been so many times me and Mike, well, I say Mike and I, I ain't want to say me. Mike and I because it's candy. It sounds like candy. Mike and Ike. Mike <laughs> don't, and I. Don't drag me into, into your mess. <laughs> no, we, we, we no, talk no. a lot on things yeah. that don't have a woman perspective sometimes. Mm-hmm. And we try to do our best to empower both, both right. ends. But yet, I know sometimes hearing stuff from a female is more relative, connects a little bit more. Um, and as we said, you know, sometimes it's like, is the woman I always fuck in the back? Like, in terms of women who would go from a culture standpoint, you come from a culture where the women are usually the nurturers. Mm-hmm. They're really not the alpha most of the time, you know, but then we're in a new age where so many alpha women stepping up saying I'm I'm the bossy, you know, Beyonce fucked that up for a little bit, but anyway. <laughs> so inspire in terms of these these women. What advice would you give them for that woman who's kinda like, you know, they want to become and step into that alpha role, become independent, um, but maybe their culture, you know, they're just playing a role that that maybe they being a mom they're forced to play, but something inside of them wants to step out. And, and kind well, of like, alpha is not something you want to do. Alpha is something you are. Oh, shit. And that's, no. I feel you. It's You're the right. honest to God truth. Like, I didn't want to be alpha. I've been beat up as a kid from my parents because I was alpha. Hmm. You know, so it's something that you are. And, you know, that's why with Landon, my youngest son, I try not to beat him <laughs> because I don't want to break that spirit in him because I know it's going to make him a powerful leader one day. But I also want to cultivate him enough where he's respectful to people and things. Um, so alpha is not something you want to be. Alpha is something you are. Um, but for women who are trying to break, let's say, a cultural paradigm, um, because this is how women are in a set specific culture, I think ultimately it's about making a decision, finding someone whom you admire and then learning from that person. Um, unfortunately yeah, for to, me... afraid to look up for mentorship. But, unfortunately but. for me, I had to be what I was looking for because there really wasn't me. And then it's hard because when you have women like myself that speak on things like that, the women who are not ready to make that paradigm shift look at women like me like, oh, she's bugging, she's crazy. You know, when I say things like, I'll make a financial decision without a man... Mm-hmm. Some women don't like to hear that. Oh, no, she's bugging. I got to consult with my husband all day. Well, on the flip side, it's not just about your husband leaving you. People always use that, well, my husband will never leave me. It's not about that. It's about having a true partnership. So if you have a true partnership, should your husband not be able to depend on you, especially in his absence or if something were to happen, to make decisions? Mm-hmm. So now at this point, you're not being a contributor to the empire. So, I mean, I could go on and on about that for days because that's my big thing. I just feel like women need to equip themselves. You need to equip yourself to be the CEO of your household. If you didn't, if your husband passed away, there's so many women that they, they flop. They don't flop know what to fold. do. They can't take care of their kids. They can't do anything because they never started to make those decisions when he was present. So... I think that's a huge part of my ministry. That's a huge part of why I wrote the book, um, why I speak every chance I get on things like that, because I think there does need to be a shift. Now, on, on the flip note, I also that believe that even though I'm an alpha female, 
you have to learn how to tone that down when you're in a relationship. You need to make a man feel like a man. You need to make a man feel like a king. So it's a flip. Give it up one more time You know, there's a flip, and I think sometimes when you are alpha, it's hard for you as a woman to know how to cater to a man at, at the same token. Like, let me go conquer the world, but then when I come home, let me be a kitten to you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest battle that women suffer internally when they are alpha. I mean, I could go on and on asking. <laughs> you want to answer some of that? How, no, how you deal with women who are... Uh, <laughs> no, no, I don't like you asking women questions at all. This is your, your forte with the women stuff. <laughs> that shit gets spicy for me, man. I know the fellas like to hear, the ladies like to hear. We finally got a female this is, this is, this is that, Gary, that, that has a very, that very strong opinion on certain things. And I... I like to hear it because I like to I like the answers, but I also like to hear it because it can always create good controversy, man. Because we we are on two yeah, different sides. That's a very of the controversial table. topic. It, yeah, it, it is. women being alphas. Yeah, yeah it's a controversy. It's, a controversial, it's controversial because a lot of women they don't they don't relate to it. Mm-hmm. You have to understand, and, and some, I'm going to say this as a Latina. A lot of few men also are intimidated by it, so that's what it, it, I it, know that culturally, I can't speak for all Latinos, but I know that culturally, a good portion of us were taught to go to college, but it was to find a good husband, mm-hmm. to equip yourself to find a good husband. And how many, you know, and I know they they're going to come for me. They they got that's their own cool. behind. They're going to come for me, but they they go. And if you notice, a lot of Latin women. Or women, per you know, per se, the minute they have children, they stop their careers. Mm-hmm. They put their careers on pause. Now, do I feel that that's a choice if a woman wants to do that? Yes, that's her choice. But I personally don't agree with that because I feel that when your children are looking at you, they're looking at both parents. Mm-hmm. And I think that instinctively, children will relate to one parent more than the other. You never know who that is. So when you put a lid on you, you're putting a lid on your children's success as well. Because no matter how much you tell children what to do, notice parents always say, I want you to be better than me. I want you to be better than me. You can say that all day, but children will never listen to what you say. They follow what you do. Yep. See, that's why when Mike said, most women cheat because of stuff like that. I believe it, man. What you said? Say that again. What you had said? Everybody who watching know that's, that, come, that comes from verse 14, chapter 7 of, of Gary's Bible. So, yeah, everybody yeah, man. So, Mike has said, the nigga said... Everybody and know switch it up once they had a kid and the person you was inspired... What you said? The, per, the When you get them and you're inspired by them, and now they fall back, like you lose that. I don't know. You gotta he, say what you say. He always want to take all the good shit that I be saying. I'm the one that told you. I'm the one that told you about now, he, about three hundred. Now, now he. Him and Javed, no, they're the thieves. <laughs> <laughs> just talk to him about three hundred. That's crazy. <laughs> he told me. He go now. He gonna, he, so he gonna take all my. He gonna take my good shit and all 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 the shit that he's controversial for him. He gonna toss on me. I'm gonna give you something. I'm gonna take. I gotta give you something. Man. I gotta give credit for something. Man. He gonna give you something. Right, I'm gonna let you something back, but that's very controversial. So, um, why do you think? 
Because Gary thinks that in order for a woman to have a good man, she got to take the good man from a good relationship. So why why do you think that? He that's said how that I ended the last the show, one. That's how, I ended the, <laughs> yeah, that's how I ended the last one. I said, man, if y'all, y'all got to stop. I, here's my, 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 his here's my smart but stupid <laughs> um, analysis yeah. of why I just throw things out that to stir things up, right? Because I've said many things that have made people think, and they're like, damn, as stupid as he sound, there might be some truth behind that. Nobody want nobody that's single, man. When you single, Why you say that? When you, got, when you don't got no job, you can't find one. When mm. you're single, don't nobody want you. Something wrong. If, if I've true, met a, 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 a woman, and she's of age, my age, 30, 40, in her 40s, right? No kids, no man. The first thing that's coming to mind, yo, what's wrong with her? Something got to be wrong. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's okay. true. Yeah, it's you true. know what I'm saying? I, think about I, it. I, I was asked that. As age for, goes by, you meet an older one. I'm not talking about you meet a, just a woman. As, as you start to you get, because we're at that age now. Yeah. Where w- most of our friends, they had children. You're expecting, you know, a family at a certain age. You talk to old friends. You know, they got to have some kids, man. We're not 40s. about to be 40. 30. So I just feel like if you meet a woman with an older, older woman, you don't know what she got going on. So I ain't going to say based on her having money or not. But just single older woman, no kids, and just out here she like that. She might have been smart, man. A gen- smart what? A gentleman smart. that was That's trying completely- to court me asked me that. Like I wanted to, I wanted to ask you on a date, but then a part of me just had to wait for like a couple of months of watching you online, and I was somebody like, somebody being stupid, man. Yeah, but no, mind like, you, because I was wondering you. why is she single? Right, mind you, I'm not just saying that's what I think, but I'm just saying that, that's that's something that goes in people's mind when, because I remember I was talking to that's, Joel. That's but the, single the, the, the is a people, choice. The people that that's read the shame room single every day, single is a mind. choice. Single ain't no single. fucking choice. Yes, it is, because I choose shit. right now to be single. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, but but circumstances. That's well, why. What makes me different? Circumstances. You've been along this relationship for how long? Right. So sometimes so now when you, you get that time so to yourself, so how you know that's not somebody else? But that that can be. Some shit is wrong with her. She just finished a relationship. Something's wrong. She wow, just went crazy. through something. She got children though, so you know that she just came through something. But if I met you with no kids at a certain age, I'm something might pop up into my mind and say. What, what you think is wrong? Yeah, I gotta stop doing that to women. What? Because no, there's certain women. Yeah, there's certain women. I'm not saying there is that something that cannot have children. So y'all gotta stop asking women. Gary gotta stop asking about why they don't have children. Maybe she was in a long term relationship too, and she just didn't have children. That's not. asking that question. That's a plus for us. Okay. Because you look at it and say, but well, you I don't deal with nobody. But you used it and you judged her. No, I'm not using Gary, it to I'll judge her. Gary, I'll slap you. Stop talking crazy about but women you know on crazy? here. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not going to do that. Which one? Which one? The Ten Glam Commandments. Oh, grab the book. Right. That's what we're not going to hey, do, Gary. Hey, go, go grab this book if you're watching. This is Lip, author Lily Ennis. Well, she really wrote nine. Glam I wrote number ten. ten. There you go. <laughs> Yo. This is stupid. <laughs> One of these shit she got for me. <laughs> uh-uh. But um, but nah, it's, it, I'm just I'm just using not a f- f- philosophical um, analysis, just as stupid conversations that it comes up that easy. Where two right. guys could be saying, "Yo, I met this girl. She died." I know you like. 
She's 40. That shit sounds crazy. What we are, so what's wrong with her? It can, it can come up. I'm going to be honest with you. It has. Multiple times talking with different people. Not saying that's what everybody thinks. But I don't anyway, think like that. Of course Mike does. He's just not going to voice it right no, now. No, I don't. I don't. I would never think like that about so, somebody. So, thank you. I wouldn't. I, I, personally, because Gary I, I, just looks for the negative in people, period. That's that asshole that we were talking about. Of right. course. That's what Gary... Gary so, Gary I gonna forgot where I was going with that. Gary going to find You were going nowhere really fast. That's, that's why I said So, I said, because when we was going into the relationship, why I said that. Because single, you said single's a choice. But I'm just saying, it's, it's just funny because nobody, when you got a job, you can't find one. When you're single, nobody wants you. And as soon as you end up in a relationship, everybody, everybody wants you. Everybody wants you now. And I used to always tell people, I don't market what I'm not selling. So when it comes to social media, it was like, you know, you're not going to see me. I have posting too much of my family. That's my time, one. Mm-hmm. I have a purpose for my social media, too. But also, I don't want me tagging at everybody, checking to see, oh, let me go into her page. Let me see what his, his lady looking like. Like, I just... Right, I'm not selling that. So that's what I said. It's stupid, but it's smart. And some people choose to post like like me. I'm a poster. I post my entire family. I tag everybody because I want to do it from an influence. Would you want, would you want your next? Would you want your next part, partner? Nobody's exactly not the same figuring thing? him out until I have no, a ring on my hand. No, what I'm saying is, whoever your next partner is, would you want him to be posting? And it doesn't him? matter. He's not going to be able to because she got to take like, him from a relationship. He's not going. <laughs> she got to go find a good. If man. he does, cool. <laughs> If he doesn't, that's cool too. Because some women that, feel that's like that's, that's some that's no. Some women feel like that, <laughs> that's that's that's, uh, um, I love a, a temperature check of so how much he Social loves you. Right, new love right. And I'm like, no. Fucking idiots think that way. That's straight up. Social like, media is a new love like, language for someone. He got a house man, You know, yeah. Like I could care less either. Listen, way. that's what, I'm gonna bring it back to the movie Greenland. Would you rather for a nigga to show you his love, posting you? Or bringing you on that plane to bring okay. you to that bunker. Period. What, what's more, what's more, what shows more love? Right. Stay here and fucking burn in hell. Or when it's media hit, or I'm gonna bring you but on this plane. But then it also goes back to, to love language. Yeah, yeah, have legal. all this. Have all this. Have 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 the IG. Have the password. What if that's your wife's love language? And social she needs media. to feel since when like has that so, when they wrote of, the book. Where's this one social media? I don't know, but that's a whole not. bunch of other ones. To the love languages, social media. <laughs> where, does that, where did that fit in? Like, don't fit that in. In. It's not there. I'm just saying it's not. I don't it's think not it's there. I'm sure that somehow social media has transformed into if you could put it into a love language, words of affirmation. Motherfucking words of cap. That shit is a lie. Right? <laughs> that's that's the that only one I see it fitting into. It's not because it's not because I still feel like. Words of affirmation fit me emotionally coming out and telling you and making you feel good. Some of these motherfuckers want to post when shit ain't good at home. So how, that a ain't lot of them post and cap when everything's horrible at home. To be honest yeah, with you, shit. you Bad. see the people that honestly post the most, mm-hmm. it be turmoil when them cameras right. is off. So what words of affirmation? They building a vision board through their IG, <laughs> I guess, IG page. I don't like, know. Uh, me post but you know what? People so. honestly don't post for their significant other. People post for other people. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen a lot which of people that say like, the is why new I baby said, mom when needs somebody slide up in your DM, your man, mom. when you get your man and you post him and somebody slide up in his DM is because you was posting for other people. Right. You was trying to say, yo, look, I got something good. You should try to That's get like it. That's like the rule. You're yeah, not supposed your, to tell your girlfriend so your how fault. good your man. Right. It's be right. your fault. Everything is your fault. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. That is we a agree. Fact. You agree. See, Lily's here as a woman. She agrees. So put words in my mouth. That most of this. And then I'm late for my inner circle. No, you're not, man. Yes, there I you am. Go. Inner circle now. I think you should put me on the inner circle. I'm, I've, I have a track record, as I say. All right, so we're going to log on in a few, and you're going to be our guest. What's the inner circle about? 
The Inner Circle is an intimate mentoring group that I do. Belongs in the Inner Circle. Yes, we're going to have you as a guest. Is, is, is the Inner Circle? Mike's been a guest on the Inner Circle. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I'm going to show you how to get this done out here, man. It's a lot I, of women. There's men, too, but there's a lot of women. I do well in that field, man. <laughs> I do well, man. <laughs> I can maneuver in there. Um, I don't know. We doing it? some parting words. I know we've been here for a while. No, yeah. I was just, I was, I was, I was giving you the room to see where you was going. Oh, I could keep going. No, oh, no, yeah, Mike, Mike, hey, Mike, Mike, stress. Just, What's up, man? Money, about? money can stress is a, a number one killer out there for for people. For people out there, and, and you and, feel that and I feel like money's getting getting your money up is going to reduce that stress. Do not take Biggie's words, you know, to heart. He would much rather you have some money in Clearly. your pocket. They're not having no money. Get your get, get your money up. Bring your stress level down. And, yeah, you and got broke aspect. people problems, then you got P Diddy and J Lo problems. I'd yeah. rather have P Diddy and J Lo problems. Listen, getting your money up is going is going to definitely alleviate a lot of problems for you. You always going to have some problems, but you know, choose the ones that's going to give you options. You know, you going you going you know you can you can have a lot of problems that you deal with, but you can deal with it on a yacht. And worry Clearly. about it, and have your assistant help you worry about it. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's ways to alleviate some of the stuff. So, yeah, I just and the reason why I say that too, because you know sometimes people use, uh, you know, they use not getting, not going after to get money, or they use this thing of like, oh, well, money don't mean everything. They use that. That's really an excuse for them to not go do. People shit. have such a poor yeah, attitude has, has, about has money. That's why they don't have any. Right, right, right. So, parting words is that you know. We spoke about a lot, but I definitely want you to go out there and go get your money up. And yeah, be happy. Man. Yeah, be happy. It's going to bring bring some more happiness to you. Trust me. No stress. Go take Kyrie contract from him and go give him a fucking job at Target. <laughs> don't Let's do see that. how happy he is. No, I don't want that to happen. I'm just right. giving an example. I bet you he's going to be a lot less happy right. and behind mm-hmm. that register mm-hmm. than he is right now. You know, so. No stress. And as Lily said, man, you borrow somebody else's man, it's less stressful than having you. I never said facts. that. That's facts. <laughs> Episode 11. We out. Thank you, Lily. Appreciate that. It's out. guys it's michael jex here and i just want to say thank you for tuning in to the jex podcast and if you got any value from this i would love for you to go ahead and leave a positive review on apple music spotify or wherever else you were able to hear this or if you check this out on youtube definitely go ahead and leave a quote comment anything that you like if you got some value from this much love take care and i'll see you next week thursday on the jex podcast